everything in your life is a manifestation because the frequency that you are dwelling at, the thoughts that you are having is manifesting into your reality at all times. And so then it really becomes about, are you manifesting by purpose versus are you manifesting by default? Um, most people believe that we are our thoughts, right? So it's like, whatever I'm thinking, I am. But what's really happening is this, we are not our thoughts, we are the receiver of our thoughts. And there's so much confusion out there in the world about love is something to do with somebody loving you, you know, even unconditional love, and it's to do with um, taking care of someone, or it's to do with somebody saying, I love you, or how they treat you. And if you were to strip all that back for a second, right, and think to yourself, what's really going on here? Because any emotions that you are feeling is coming from within you. When you feel happy, that's coming from within you. When you feel anger, that's coming from within you. The same thing with love. That is an emotion that you are experiencing viscerally within you. And really my intention is for people to experience what true love is, right? And to know that it's all within them and for them to be able to access that on demand whenever they please. This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. My guest today is Priya Patton, relationship coach. Priya, welcome to the show. Thank you, Roger. I'm really happy to be here. As mentioned, I really resonate with what you're doing. So yeah, I'm excited. Thank you. No, and the feeling is mutual. I think your Instagram page caught my attention because of your content, of the messages that you put out there, the wonderful messages. And um, that was actually the first thing I wanted to talk about is you put up a post recently about trust, you know, and the importance of trust and the meaning of trust. And I thought it would be neat to get your perspective. Uh, here we are, two people that, that never met. Uh, I contacted <laughs> you through Instagram to see if you would come on to our show. And we have this trust factor of, of being together today to conduct this interview. So can you talk yeah. a little bit about that from your perspective of how do you trust people? Sure. So um, 
Well, let's start with our video that you were referring to on my IG page, which is Do With Trust. And really in there, I defined my perspective of what trust is. Um, because there's a lot of noise out there about trust being, uh, being able to trust your partner, being able to trust your friend, being able to trust your coworker. And I invited people to think um, about trust as trusting yourself. So it all begins with trusting yourself, trusting the guidance that is coming from within you, because there is this infinite intelligence that is always flowing to you and through you. And it's about, are you in receiving mode to tap into that, to be, to allow yourself to be guided by your intuition, meaning your intuition to say, hey, um, it feels good to go towards this thing, or hey, it feels good to move back from this thing. So like, yes, it feels good to go right, or it could be that, hey, it doesn't feel to go, good to go left. So in the same way, when you connected with me, um, it was really about what I did was I had a look first about what you're about and what your message is about, and I really resonated with it. And so for me, it was a hell yes. <laughs> and it was about trusting that intuition, trusting that resonance within me, although I don't know you, to be like, hey, I'm happy to be on today. I'm happy to come and have a chat with you and to just, you know, <laughs> go with the flow here but it really came down to trusting my intuition trusting the guidance that is that is within me and knowing that I'm always being guided so there's nothing to fear great I love that and I you know I, I think about even as we're growing up um you know our elders or our parents tell us trust your intuition as you said trust that yes. feeling trust trust your inner self and um, today more than ever, right? With so much content out there, which we're inundated with yes. media and messages. And, and it's, it's really that, that internal feeling of trust that needs to shine through before we make decisions because we never know what those decisions may lead to. Absolutely. And um, with, I mean, I was going to say with decision-making, that's something that <laughs> I find that a lot of people actually sometimes struggle with, right? It's like, should I do this or should I not do that? Like, what's the right decision? And the truth is it's so much easier than people think <laughs> because when we are in that sort of 3D mindset of should I, shouldn't I, it's very much like there's a lot of conditioning going on in the background, like subconscious beliefs, right, based on previous experiences. When really, if you just keep bringing it back to, does this resonate with me? Does this resonate with my truth? Does this feel good for me? Then you can, there's, you never need to question whether this is the right decision or not, because it's the right decision for you and that's all that matters. As opposed to, oh, this is the right way or this is the right way. So what could be right for you might not be right for someone else. Right. So it's about bringing it back to just the simplicity of does this resonate with me? Am I in alignment with this? And that, you know, that is based on trusting yourself, trusting your intuition. And it could mean going against the masses. Right. Like a million people are doing this. But, hey, I'm the one person that's going to do this because I'm trusting my intuition. Oh, it makes sense. So my next question is you are a relationship coach can you tell us yes. that what that means you know what do you do day to day and as i mentioned sure. when we started i 
uh, brought out my London Real mug in honor of you. <laughs> you are from the other side of the pond, but you are- I'm honored and I feel very at home. Thank you. <laughs> I think I mentioned to you before, it's quite ironic because I'm currently in the States. I'm currently in Nashville, but um, it, it's good to kind of get that homely feeling with the London mug. Um, I hope you are drinking a cup of tea. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's water. But well, I'll, I'll let you off. That's close. It's close. To tea. <laughs> um, yeah. So, really speaking, I'm actually a law of attraction relationship coach, and what that means is I help people to um, manifest their soulmates. Or I also help people who are currently in a relationship and looking to improve the version of that relationship. But really, um, the way that I, in which I do this is all to do with like mindset. So it's about shifting, um, getting people to shift their mindset and to be able to shift their energy so that they are able to get the best out of their relationships or they're able to manifest with ease their dream partner or that dream, dream relationship using the law of attraction principles. And could you talk a little bit more about the law of attraction principles? Sure, um, so this is a, <laughs> I do love this question because there's a lot out there about the law of attraction. Um, especially, so I mean, this is what sort of is out there to the masses, let's just say. You know, people talk about law of attraction, they're like, ooh, let me manifest a car, let me visualize it, or ooh, let me visualize and manifest a relationship, or, you know, uh, it's all to do with like, oh, if I just visualize it, or if I just affirm, then I'm going to manifest. And it's interesting because the missing ingredient here is that, and what most people don't realize when they come into the law of attraction world, is that you are never not manifesting Explain. so everything in your life is a manifestation because the frequency that you are dwelling at the thoughts that you are having is manifesting into your reality at all times and so then it really becomes about are you manifesting by purpose versus are you manifesting by default now, manifesting by default means I am unaware about my thoughts and emotions. I have no control. Um, so if I'm not feeling good, I'm just going to dwell in it and um, I'm going to have a victim party or a pity party and I'm not going to do anything about it. And being a deliberate creator means you're able to become aware of this and say, oh, hang on a minute, I'm feeling anger right now. How do I detach from the anger? How do I pull myself back? How do I shift my vibration to a better feeling place so that my reality can mirror something different back to me. And with that comes the acceptance that, hey, I'm responsible for everything in my reality. You have to first be able to say, you know, if somebody is being rude to you, you have to be able to say, hmm, I manifested that. Because perhaps I was in a state of, um, fear or because perhaps I'm in a state of insecurity and so now this is being reflected back to me because somebody's being rude to me and then once you become aware of that right so awareness is, is key first then it becomes about saying okay now that I'm aware that someone's being rude to me now I choose something different in my reality I choose something different 
And how do I get my reality to reflect that back to me? Well, it's about choosing to shift my emotion. So I'm not in a frequency loop whereas where that by I'm still in a state of anger. So then I'm manifesting more things in my life that demonstrate to me anger. Like maybe I'm in traffic and I'm getting pissed off or whatever it is that's coming into my reality. So it's really about um, becoming aware. Then once becoming aware, making a choice about what it is that I prefer to experience. And once I know what that is, it's then about doing something about it, deliberately shifting my emotion to a better feeling place so that now the energy that I'm emitting out to the universe is a different frequency so that now this can be mirrored back to me in my reality. Interesting. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Earl Nightingale. Yes, I have. <laughs> okay. I've been listening to his, um, his uh, album, if you will, back then when he recorded it back in the 50s for a long time. And he likes to say the phrase, we become what we think about. We become yes. what we think about. And so as you were talking, I, 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 as you're talking about manifesting, my question back to you is how much do thoughts play into our manifestation? So for example, if we constantly are receiving negative thoughts and we're not dismissing them, we're allowing them to enter our head and then become part of our emotion. Um, what does that do to the outcome of reality? So this is actually what's really happening if we were to just strip this back for a second. Um, most people believe that we are our thoughts, right? So it's like, whatever I'm thinking, I am. But what's really happening is this, we are not our thoughts, we are the receiver of our thoughts. Meaning, think of yourself as a magnet, right? So if I am dwelling at the frequency of fear, what is actually happening is now I'm going to attract every thought that exists relevant to fear. Now it could be something from my past, it could be something that happened today, but all the thoughts that are a vibrational match to that frequency, I'm going to be attracting because of the law of attraction, it's, it's like um, physics, right? <laughs> it's a vibrational match, I'm attracting those thoughts. So what's really happening is, as I'm attracting those thoughts, there's now momentum picked up. So I'm a magnet, this is where I'm vibing at, I'm attracting these thoughts. And what happens now is I have two choices from here. I can either believe that I am my thoughts, in which case I'm just gonna keep attracting more of those thoughts, and as that is happening, I'm projecting more fear into the universe, and that is therefore defining my outcome, right? But it, it's not the thoughts per se, it's the, the, the actual emotion of fear. The thoughts give me permission to feel fear, right? And that fear is being projected out into the universe, and then what's gonna happen is I am therefore gonna manifest things in my life that are gonna prove to me that I should be fearful. Now, this kind of ties back into what we would discuss about becoming a deliberate creator. Whereas when you kind of understand you're not your thoughts and you're just attracting your thoughts, which are dependent on your, which is dependent on your vibratory state, then what happens is you're like, ah, if you are in that sort of negative spin of fear and you're attracting all these thoughts, you're aware and you're like, I'm not my thoughts. I'm currently residing at the vibration of fear. So I'm attracting fear. So now what am I going to do about it? And in that moment, you have the choice 
to number one, observe the thoughts, right? So it means you're no longer, when you're observing your thoughts, it means that you are no longer, um, you're, you're no longer involved in the story that is going on. You're now detaching from it and you're saying, hang on a minute, this is thoughts that I'm attracting, but um, I, I can see that now and you're observing it, right? So observing means, I call observing means you're in a state of detachment. You're not making it right or wrong. You're just saying, ha, these are thoughts, I'm gonna let them pass. And also it means that you're now in a position where you're not gonna take action from that, uh, from being in that state of fear, right? Because maybe because you're so fearful, you lash out at someone, but you're aware of it. So you're like, oh, I'm in a state of fear. I'm not gonna take action from this space of fear. And then it becomes about shifting your vibration. Because if I said, because remember I said, you are a magnet, you're attracting your thoughts. So that means if I was to now shift my vibration, from a space of fear to maybe a space of hope, let's say, because maybe it's too much of a jump to go from fear to love. But you can go from um, fear to hope, right? Then, and there's several ways to do this. Like you could, I always recommend doing, changing the topic, like doing something completely different that distracts you, just to shift your vibration and get into another en energy. Um, meditation always helps if you know how to meditate properly. And so once you've actually deliberately shifted your vibration, what will happen is you're now going to receive thoughts that are relevant to that new frequency. Thoughts of hope, thoughts of, hey, it's okay, everything's getting better. Um, I trust that everything's always working out for me. That's going to be the kind of thoughts that you're now vibrational match to. So really, in a nutshell, it comes down to shift your vibration, shift your thoughts. Because <laughs> you're not your thoughts, you're always attracting your thoughts, depending on your vibratory state. And I never heard of the magnet example. I like that a lot. That's easily understood, you know, and, I, and, and it makes sense. Yeah. And I guess just taking it a step further. So once you do make that deliberate change in thought pattern, now the magnet yes. will start to attract the new thoughts. Exactly. The thoughts yes. Oh, the thoughts of love, however far down exactly. you decide to go. Exactly. Because now that is what you, now you've become a magnet of, that's residing in that vibration. You're going to attract every thought to do with hope or to do with love or to do with happiness. It's, it's kind of like if you were to take this back to a practical example, like a day-to-day -day example, it would kind of be like you've had those days, right, where you're flying so high, you're feeling great, and life is just feeling amazing, and the flowers smell great, the sky is blue, and perhaps that day your partner or a friend says something to you that previously would have triggered you, right, that previously you would have found annoying or maybe, you know, it just, you would have had discomfort, but because you're flying so high, you don't care, you're just like, it just bounces off of you. You just dismiss It's because what's really happening is because you are, a, you are the magnet of happiness, anything else that is less than is not a vibrational match to you. <laughs> you're no longer a magnetic match to that. Right. Right. No, and I look, I could talk to this firsthand because I've been experiencing this, you know, and it's such a great feeling that, yeah. you know, when you think back to, you know, your old self or your old ways, you would, you know, I would have 
been upset over something or the way someone talked about whatever it may be. Now it's, you just deflect it. And yeah. I could see in my own self that I'm raising my frequency and that's helping yeah. me, not only me, but the people around me. Yes. Because that's really powerful what you just touched upon, because as you said, you are deliberately raising your frequency. And so now you are a magnet and that means everything in your reality has to mirror that, meaning every person in your reality has to mirror that back to you. And that's what, and that's what I mean by you're always manifesting <laughs> 24-7. And, and I think it's, it's important to realize because so many people put blame on, well, this person is being rude to me or this person is doing that. And the minute you do that, you disempower yourself. Whereas when you bring it back to yourself and say, hey, I'm a deliberate creator, now you're empowering yourself. And then you then take it up a notch by saying, I'm just going to focus on raising my frequency. Then you're going to rendezvous with another version of that same person that is equivalent to that frequency. They're going to be more loving to you. But guess what? That's not because now you're, not, you're more lovable. It's because now you are the vibration of love. Taking it a step further, where does sure. non-judgment fit into all this? In the practice of judgment. Yes. So um, not non-judgment fits into this. Um, so there's two types of manifestations here. There's 3D manifestation and then there's 5D manifestation. Now the 3D model of manifestation means um, there is a time lag involved. It's very action orientated. So I need to do this in order to get this. Um, and in terms of limiting beliefs, I mean, what a lot of coaches do out there is, um, you know, a lot of the times they'll, there'll be a session with clients where they're focusing on what's your limiting beliefs. Let's go into it. Let's see where it came from and then we'll release it. Right. So there is this focus on, uh, where everything came from. What do I need to do? It's very action orientated. Now, 5D manifestation is when you no longer need to do that. Okay, there's no time lag involved, everything's instant. And what happens is, let's say you are feeling negative emotion, right? And whenever you're feeling negative emotion, it means there's a limiting belief present within you. There is no longer a need to be like, oh, let me go into this limiting belief, let me look at it. You're just like, oh, it's a limiting belief. I know it's not true, because a limiting belief means that in this moment, my perspective and the perspective of my higher self are in opposition. And that the variance in that energy is what causes negative emotion, right? So limiting belief means it's just not true. So when you're in 5D, the minute you feel negative emotion, you're like, oh, there's a limiting belief. You don't even care what it is. You don't even need to look at it. You're just like, I don't care. All I care about right now is shifting my frequency. And the minute you do that, so the minute you're like, oh, what I care about is shifting my frequency because you understand the rules, you understand the game, this like matrix, your manifestations start to happen at a more rapid rate. And when I say um, deliberate manifestations, meaning things that you desire, <laughs> start to happen at a very rapid rate because you're not taking time to go back to the past and figure out why something happened or you know, uh, poor me or oh, my parents did this when I was five or whatever. You just, all of that is completely irrelevant. Now it's about, I'm a deliberate creator. I just want to shift my frequency so that I can uh, focus on um, the next thing that I'm going to manifest. 
Another thing that I want to kind of slip on the cracks here is that um, when you are in that 5D mode as well, you are in a state of knowing that your manifestation is coming to you, meaning you're not going out to try and make something happen because you know it's already done. So if you want to manifest a relationship, you don't need to go on dates. You don't need to be like, oh, I need to network because I need to find the person that, you know, the man of my dreams or the girl of my dreams. You're like, you are in this state of knowing you're a vibrational match to your desires. And that means that um, any action that you are taking is for the pure joy of it and not to try and make anything happen because in your mind, you know, that's already done and everything is attracted to you. Right. So you're not trying to take anymore. You're like, oh, it's all coming to me. And how non-judgment comes into this is that in the three in the in this 5D model, um, because you connect, you're now in this state of knowing and you're like, hey, everything's coming to you, there is no judgment. Meaning if something happens to you that from a 3D perspective would um would have caused you to be in a state of fear, right? Or maybe let's just say, like, you want to manifest your dream partner, if I bring this to an example. And you go on a date and the date turns out to be awful, right? If you're in a 5D uh, perspective or state of being, that becomes complete. You don't judge it. You're like, oh, that's cool. It doesn't matter. You're not making it wrong. You're not making it right. You're like, oh, that was an interesting experience, but it doesn't trigger you in any way. Emotionally, you feel very neutral about it. You're not making it right. You're not making it wrong. You're just like, oh, cool that doesn't matter, my manifestation is still on the way. If you're still dwelling uh, in a 3D sort of mindset and vibratory state, what's happening is that you go on that date, you're, you're in manifestation mode, right? I want to manifest my dream partner. You're on a date and it goes sour and now you're like, oh, like you're fearing that your manifestation is not going to happen or you're thinking, why is this happening? Like I was visualizing, like what's going on, right? And then you're judging it. You're judging what's happened and you're saying, hang on a minute, I've been journaling or doing whatever and why did this date go sour? Seeing the sort of, <laughs> that's the difference between the 3D model and the 5D model. Now I know there's gonna be people that are listening and are going to say to themselves, okay, that's easier said than done. But sure. again, yes. the old me would have said that, the new me that has been really on this path Practicing. Of, of the universal laws knows that what you're saying is, is true. What you're saying is accurate, but it, you have to get yourself to that point, right? Where yes. you, you actually no longer become emotionally involved like you did before, because you know that is just that date was part of the process to get you to where yeah. So yeah, what I would suggest is like, firstly, there has to be a willingness, right? So if it's something that you desire, then it really becomes about practice. So even for myself, like we both started for a place where initially these concepts were like, oh, I, like, I want to be there. How do I get there? But there was a dis burning desire within us, or there was at least a willingness to say, I want to get to that place. Right. That's like number one. It has to be that. Otherwise, you're just not a vibrational match to this conversation, which is fine. No judgment. Right. Um, but if you if you are, you know, if you are feeling that calling and, you, and, and it resonates with your soul, then it becomes about, OK, how about I put this to the test? Right. 
because I always say like, unless you've experienced something yourself, it's always just theory. <laughs> so then it's like, let me prove this to myself. That's how I started off. I said, let me prove all this stuff to myself. So what I started to do was I started to say, okay, guess what? Any time limiting beliefs come up for me, negative emotions come up for me, I'm going to completely be like, that's irrelevant. I don't believe it. I'm going to choose something else. I'm going to nip it in the bud the minute it comes up, right? So I'm not going to give it any airtime, meaning I'm not going to allow this story to fester. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Like later, <laughs> later alligator, move on kind of thing. So there's that, right? There was a practice of, for me anyway, how it started off was that I just said, okay, I'm going to read this test. I'm going to do that. And then secondly, um, I said, okay, everything, every time something in my reality happens that I'm perceiving as negative, instead of seeing it as something negative, I'm going to see it as how is this serving me? So now I'm reframing everything that's happening in my reality. How is this serving me? And so, you know, it could be that, oh, um, this, I always say like the quickest way for me to kind of reframe something into how it's serving me is to say what am I gain what clarity am I gaining from this what I mean by that is you always know what you want when you understand what you don't want right so if something's happening to you somebody's being rude what how's this serving me what am I gaining oh I want someone to be kind I want someone to be kinder for me that automatically re reframes the situation to what is it that I what is it that I now desire from this what is this showing me this is how it's serving me um, it could also be like this is serving me because perhaps it's allowing me to get into a place I'm not judging this situation or it's giving me an opportunity to be uh, more mindful or whatever it is, right? So whatever it is that comes up for you that you're aligned with, go with that. And then, um, so then what starts to happen is as you start to really make that commitment to yourself and you start to put this into practice on a daily basis, whether it is that you work with your family, with you, you're with your friends, you're on vacation, whatever, and you start to really practice this such that the bottom line here of what I'm really saying is such that you say to yourself, nothing is more important than that I feel good. That is the bottom line, right? And you do whatever it is that you need to do to feel good what you will see is that because you are now deliberately controlling your emotions right which you can do people are like oh i can't control the way i feel yes you can um, it just takes practice <laughs> what will happen is things in your life will start to reflect this back to you and what you can then do is you can correlate hang on a minute this is how i was feeling and this is what was happening you can start to correlate what's going on and you know you're doing it yourself just through these daily practices that you decided that you're going to put into motion but the key here is to really once you do this to then say to start correlating what is going on in your life experience and you'll see synchronicities will start to occur things will come out of the woodworks new opportunities will present themselves and the beauty in all of that is that all of it will happen without you needing to make effort or to take action um, like the only effort it, that it would entail would be at the beginning to say, hey, these are the practices that I'm going to put into place. But once you get that ball rolling, it's like a snowball effect. It, it's no longer effort because that momentum, that stream of happiness and well-being kind of just carries you through. And, and you're in this kind of, it's a good frequency loop to be in, let's just say. <laughs> It's a new habit formed, right? It's a new habit. Yeah, yes, a new habit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
And Priya, that was super well said and super helpful. Um, what happens though, again, I'm trying to put myself sure. in the place of a listener. What happens in the midst of all that? You're doing it every day, but then there's a hiccup. Then you make yeah. a mistake. What, what do you do? What do you, and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> How do you get past that so you don't go the yeah. other so great question. Um, and that's really where the difference comes in, meaning the old you versus the new you, <laughs> right? Because the old you would have maybe been like, oh, this is a hiccup. I'm going to sit down and wallow and uh, get upset about this and, you know, let it allow me to leave, uh, to leave you feeling funky for a whole day or whatever it is. But now the new you is going to say, oh, okay that's okay that this is happening because I still now choose to do, to be happy. I still choose my well-being over my circumstance. Right? So when that's happening, this is the thing, it's actually an opportunity for you to show yourself that you are being someone different. That's how I, that's, I mean, that's how I looked at it when I start, first started getting into this. It was more like every time there would be contrast in my life, for me, I started seeing it as, okay, this is an opportunity to show myself that I'm not the old Priya, that I am the new Priya. How am I going to respond to this? Right. Not react. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's a good point to make as well, that people should expect resistance when they're trying to change to a different frequency, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, when you are making a change and you are shifting your emotions and you know, you are shifting to a higher <laughs> vibratory state, um, there is going to be resistance and that is part of the process. So yes, well said that that's important that people don't think it's all sort of just like, Oh, this is so easy. There will be because it's something that you're not used to, <laughs> you know, it's something new and there will be. And I always say this as well. It's, Duality needs to exist in order for you to understand your preferences, right? If you didn't experience hot water, how would you know the meaning of cold water? If, if there was only ever pizzas and that was the only ever food that existed, like how would you know that ice cream is good, <laughs> right? So what I mean by that is when the resistance comes up, instead of seeing it as something negative, how about you reframe that and see it as a clarifying moment to choose your preferences? And yes, it will come up, but understand that you need duality, you need resistance in order to understand what it is that you prefer. Because if you didn't have duality, if everything was hunky-dory, you wouldn't understand what your preferences are. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd be like, <laughs> probably be more like a robot <laughs> but you know and also another thing actually that I, I think is, is just coming through is that understand that um, expansion you're always expanding meaning you're never going to stand still so what you preferred a month ago is now your new baseline you've expanded you've experienced it now you're going to be called forth towards something else so it's really kind of getting into that groove and understanding, oh, okay, it really is about expansion. It's about, this is now what I desire. I've become a vibrational match to it. Great, now I'm complete with that experience. The contrast has allowed me this clarifying moment. What do I want to expand to? Because without the contrast, without the resistance, there would be no expansion. You wouldn't be able to become more. Yeah. 
Is that resonating? It is. 100%. <laughs> so, okay, great. This is such great conversation. Now, let's dive in real deep. Yes. What, what is love? <laughs> I love this question. So from my perspective, love is a state of being. And there's so much confusion out there in the world about love is something to do with somebody loving you, you know, even unconditional love. And it's to do with um, taking care of someone or it's to do with somebody saying, I love you or how they treat you. And if you were to strip all that back for a second, right, and think to yourself, what's really going on here? Because any emotions that you are feeling is coming from within you. When you feel happy, that's coming from within you. When you feel anger, that's coming from within you. The same thing with love. That is an emotion that you're experiencing viscerally within you. Now, what happens, I'm going to use romantic relationship as an example. In romantic relationships, is that most people believe that, oh, because my partner is saying, uh, I love you, or because they've cooked me like a really nice meal, they've taken me on this amazing day, that means that they love me. Now, what's really actually happening in that moment is that your mind is using what your partner is doing as an excuse, as a permission slip, to allow yourself to feel that emotion of love. Right? So it's just, it's like, oh, they said, I love you, great. They said, I, I don't love you. Oh no, now I'm, I'm gonna feel unloved. But if instead I invite people to think that love is a frequency, it's a vibration, and it's to do with how you are feeling about yourself in any moment, then what you understand is you can access that at any point, whether somebody says, I love you or I don't love you. <laughs> now, people normally get scared when I say that because they're like, oh, but then it means my partner's going to treat me badly or whatever. And I'm like, no, because remember that the magnet, the frequency that you are vibrating at, so i.e., let's say it's love, means that, that that is now going to be reflected back to you in your reality by your partner, by your family, by your kids, by whoever's in your reality. <laughs> Starts but with, starts with <laughs> yes exactly and you know on that I want to touch upon people talk about love you know in the context of giving and receiving now let's understand this let's say for example that today um, you're feeling a bit funky and I'm just going to use an example your wife says to you I'm not sure if you're married but uh, I love you but because you're feeling funky you're not a vibrational to the you're not uh, a match the vibration of love so as your wife is saying that to you you don't feel loved it doesn't matter that they're saying it to you you you're unable to feel it and what the reason why that is is because you are not a vibrational match to the frequency of love so in terms of receiving and giving you have to be a vibrational match the frequency of love in order to be able to receive and give meaning if you are in that uh, if you are tuned into the frequency of love you're now able to yes to shout to focus on somebody and to shower that because when you're in a state of love you you know you adore somebody you want to give them compliments you whatever right um and you're able to do that because you filled yourself up in the same way when somebody's saying it back to you saying i love you it gives you goosebumps and you're able to feel that it lands in your heart because you are in the vibration of love. 
So with relationships, what's happening sometimes is that one person will be in the frequency of love, somebody else won't be. And that's why it cannot be uh, received, right? Received or given. But when you're both in that frequency, then you can both receive and give simultaneously. But with the understanding that because I'm in the frequency of love, I'm now able to appreciate you from this frequency. I see. And what can happen sometimes as well is that because somebody is really uh, energetically, they're really in a state of love where it's so intense, they're able to uplift someone else who is in that vibrational vicinity. So perhaps somebody is feeling a little bit off, but because their partner's vibration is the one that's dominating that co-creation, they're able to be uplifted by that energy. But again, knowing that it's just them allowing themselves to tap into the frequency of love. I hope this is kind of making sense. It is. <laughs> and it kind of all goes back to everything you've been talking about. Sure. Frequency of vibration and uh, whether it's, you know, manifesting something or love yes. or, or whatnot. So uh, to answer your question, yes, I'm married. Um, my wife and I will celebrate 24 years next week on the 20th. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's exciting. And, and that leads into my next questions. Uh, yeah. What is the key to a successful relationship? love this question again so the key to a successful relationship is to understand that the most important relationship is the relationship that you have with yourself <laughs> until you understand that and you really live it and you practice it every relationship that you have will have there will be contrast right um there will be struggle um, but once you understand that, you know what, the most important relationship is the relationship with myself, meaning you allow yourself to fill yourself up spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically with that cup of love, right? And meaning that, you know, you have some sort of self-care process, whether that is that you meditate every day, you do something for yourself that allows you to get into that place. Then all your other relationships will click into place. Because you you would have become a deliberate manifester. You would understand, hey, hang on a second, I'm being triggered right now. and I'm out of alignment, but I'm not going to act from this space of anger or from fear. Instead, I'm going to go within, shift my vibration. That's a relationship that you're having with yourself with the understanding that when I do this, everything in my reality will reflect that back to me. Wow. Instead of, let's say, your partner says something to you that triggers you. Right? And this is what happens with 99% of people. They say something that triggers you, then you say something back, and then you, before you know it, you're in a, a massive argument, right? Where it's, it's gotten out of control, you're saying really horrible things to each other. And that's all fine. Like, it's fine if that happens. If that happens, don't judge yourself. But just be aware that there is an easier way. And also that if you do get stuck in that cycle of being reactive to things, then what's gonna happen is because of the law of attraction and you're not controlling your emotions, you're just gonna manifest more of it. So you know, like the better it gets, the better it gets, the worse it gets, the worse it gets. So if you're, if you're at a point right now in your relationship where you know, things aren't good and you keep focusing on that, 
and um, you're being triggered and you're reactive to that, what's really happening is that you are manifesting more of it. You're allowing it to expand. And so in order to cut that cycle and to cut through the BS and to cut that vibrational loop, you have to be willing to say, ah, okay, this is about the relationship with myself. This is about um, shifting my vibration so that now I am a vibrational match to a better version of my partner. Wow. So what if, we're, what if we observe our loved ones or some of our loved ones not in this realm of self-love, not in the realm of having that good relationship with themselves. And I'm thinking even of, of my children, you know, how, how, how do you address that as a parent, say, with your child that you could see, and maybe it's just a maturation process, sure. at their current state, they're not feeling that, that confidence or that, that successful self-love? Sure, well, the most important thing with that is, um, first understand again it comes back to the most most important relationship is the relationship with yourself meaning you can't help someone unless you're feeling good about yourself and you're in that state where you're feeling confident and and you know you're in that frequency of again love um, because the minute you start to worry about somebody else guess what now that's the projection now that's the thoughts that you're going to attract now that's the magnet that you are how can you uplift someone from that state so it does come back to this First, get yourself into alignment first. Make sure that you are in a really good feeling space so that when you are tending to somebody who you are helping, you're able to be of service from them to them from this space of love, meaning that what will happen or what tends to happen is that because you're in this state and you've done the work on yourself, inspiration will flow through you about the best thing to do for your child or for your spouse or whoever, it will just come naturally to you intuitively and it will always be something that is uplifting in nature. And I could see too how there might be some conflict even in a household where one parent might be at a higher frequency of love. Absolutely. The parent might be in worry. And yes. you know, I think about my own childhood, that's probably what happened. And but ultimately what what can we do to help the child or does that child or loved one or whoever it may be, it doesn't matter the, the age, but I guess what I'm trying yeah. to say is what if there's mixed emotion, mixed signals coming from two different people? Yeah. So again, it comes back to, if you know you're the creator of your own reality, it comes back to you staying faithful to that frequency so that everything in your reality can mirror that back to you. Meaning the best version of your child comes through, the best version of your wife comes through, the best version of your friend comes through. But it starts with you. <laughs> right, so once you, you maintain it, and the practice isn't maintaining it, am I able to see that my child, and yes, it can be challenging at first, but I promise you as you practice it gets easier, is in distress, am I able to maintain my alignment and see the highest version of my child and only see uh, them as happy right in my mind so much so that this vibration of mine is now dominating so it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing around you it comes back to what are you doing and on that note this is what's also coming through so I'm just gonna wedge this in the cracks here that you know people talk about needing to protect yourself or protect your energy and all this and I'm like there's nothing to protect when you understand that you're manifesting all of it. If you understand that you have control of your vibratory state, there is nothing to protect. 
you understand and that you're evoking the best version of people as you are taking control of your emotion and your vibratory state. Wow, well said, because <laughs> what you just said actually reminds me of something more from the standpoint of what we're doing right now. So we're giving away, you're giving away free information. Yeah. You know, say before the, 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 the world that we have today with social media and everything, people were very protective of their <laughs> no. intellectual property, right? But yes. All this free information. And, and I think it's really important that people understand that it's okay to give. It's okay to express yourself and give out the rules of, of the game to help people along. Absolutely. And this comes from the 5D model that I just said. When you're in a 5D place, you understand that it's all coming to you. So for me, it, it really doesn't matter whether, like, I don't even see it as free information. I'm just sharing. And for me, it's irrelevant. If I know that my manifestation is already done and it's already coming, then whatever I'm doing in between is so irrelevant. I'm like, it, it doesn't make me feel threatened or it doesn't make me feel worried because I'm like, well, that's already done. So everything I'm doing now is more for the joy of it. Like, I love being on here. It's fun. You know what I mean? It resonated for me. There's no... There's no, oh, now that I'm on here, it means that let's just say, oh, it means uh, more clients, you know, and that's why I have to be on here. No, like it wouldn't, it's totally irrelevant because when you know it's done, it doesn't matter what's going on in between. And um, and it's really interesting. I, I, I like what you said a little because what I find, I mean, what happens is this, if you are in a state of uh, protection and fear and, you know, like even with content and things like that, then what it means is that you're always going to hit a plateau because vibrationally you are restricting yourself, right? You're saying, if I do this, it means this. And if I do this, it means this. You will never be able to really tap into like infinite abundance. You, you might, yeah, you will have some abundance, but you will hit a plateau. Yeah, again, back because you have a restrictive vibration within you that's saying, oh, well, I need to be careful. I need to be cautious. And that's going to be mirrored back to you. Simple. And also another thing is you understand as well, because there is like, you know, people talk about competition in this 3D <laughs> matrix. And there is no, when you really get to 5G, you understand there's no such thing as, as competition because this is, this is an abundant universe, right? It's not that if this person's getting this, then I'm getting less. No, no, no. You understand that everything is available to everyone right <laughs> so then it just becomes like it just there is no such thing as competition there's more like the whole rising together yeah. um, right there's no jealousy there's no competition none of that you're just like yeah <laughs> i'm glad you said that i did a video several months ago about there is no competition and i'm actually going <laughs> to love that because it's so important i mean for people to understand that that you don't need to compete with anyone. <laughs> be yourself, be authentic, be true. Exactly. Have that abundance thinking that uh, yeah. there is no place. Be the magnet. That's right. <laughs> that you choose to be. Right. And it's true. And if you think about it as well, like when you do get into frequencies such as like feeling competitive, that's coming from a fear mentality. It's coming from fear and lack. So again, it's like, what are you choosing to project out to the universe? It comes back to that. Well, Priya, this has been an amazing conversation. Um, I hope we can meet someday in person so we could sit down. Yes, that would be. That would be fun. Uh, but before I let you go, 
uh, please uh, let people know how they could reach you and maybe a little bit about what your intentions are uh, for, for your future. Yes, perfect. So um, if people want to reach me, they can reach me on my Instagram page, which is Priya Patton. Um, they can also reach me through my, through my Facebook page, which is Priya Patton XO. Um, and really my intention is, um, at the moment, at least this is what I feel inspired to, is to help people to um, manifest their dream relationship right, from a space of this 5D perspective that I'm sharing with you, um, whether that be they're single and they decide to manifest their soulmate, or whether that be they are someone who is currently in a relationship, but desire to manifest a better version of that. And, um, and really, my intention is for people to experience what true love is, right, and to know that it's all within them and for them to be able to access that on demand whenever they please. So that at the moment, that is something that I feel really passionate about sharing with the world. And um, I currently actually do have a 90 minute webinar, which is free, which people can sign up to via my Instagram page or my Facebook page where it is called how to manifest um, a successful relationship without compromise. <laughs> so I sort of take people through that journey. Um, and then there's an opportunity to work alongside of me. If that is something that they uh, resonate with or uh, desire. <laughs> well, we'll promote that link as well when we air this episode. And uh, one last question before I let you go, I ask every guest at the end of the day, you have a long life ahead of you. But uh, what are you trying to do? What's, what's the legacy that you're wanting to leave behind? I want people to understand that, not even to understand, to experience who they truly are, meaning that they are God or source manifested into this 3D world. But I want them to understand that they have this, to experience even, how powerful they truly are and to have fun. <laughs> Priya Patton, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to the American Real family. And thank you this again in person. <laughs> yes, I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me here. I had fun and it's been, it's been great. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for tuning into American Real. Be sure to visit our website, AmericanReal.tv, or search for us on iTunes or YouTube for past episodes. While you're there, please rate us or leave us a review, as that helps others find our show. I am truly grateful and appreciate all of your support. If you'd like to be part of our inner circle or want one-on-one -on -one coaching, check out the American Real Learning Academy, where we have self-help groups and courses so you can build the best you. We also have a new Facebook group where you can connect with high achievers from around the world. If you want to go even further, maybe you're determined to write your own book or launch your own podcast, contact me today to see if we could help. You can reach me through Instagram or Facebook or email me directly at roger at americanreal.tv. And speaking of podcasting, our next course will be starting soon. So if you're interested in launching your own podcast, join me and podcast your passion. I'll take you through my eight-week course where I'll mentor you to build a world-class podcast. I'm only taking on a small group of people who want to share their passion through broadcasting, where I'll have you up on iTunes and YouTube within weeks so you can podcast.
podcast your passion. Click on the link below for more information.